Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So let's go to Philippians chapter 3. We're going to have a little bit of overlap tonight. Verse 20, Philippians 3.20. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. I want to hit a few things as relating to this verse. If you're a citizen of heaven, you have certain rights, don't you? I love how Ephesians places this. It says we are seated with him in heavenly places. You ever read that? Ephesians chapter 1. So that's amazing. So somehow in the spirit realm, your bottom is seated in heaven in heavenly places with God and your feet are still here on the earth, one man of God said years ago. Because you're still a child of this planet, you know, not a child of the world, but you still live on this planet. But somehow, God, through Jesus, has seated us in heavenly places with him. That means all the rights and benefits that Jesus has, we have. You're right with God. You're healed. You're prosperous. You can believe for healing for others. You can lay hands on the sick and they can recover. Wow, all these promises that God has given us because we are citizens of of heaven now i mentioned this in the little the brief bible study um this afternoon before church with those getting baptized how my mom basically i didn't use this phrase but mom mom actually lives in heaven now my mom and miss debbie's mom lives in heaven now and there are others of you that you're oh and your mom y'all's mom too she's in heaven now true believers and some of you have lost folks you said no i know i know they're in heaven they're in heaven so we're still citizens of heaven while they're on earth, but they've just beat us home, all right? And you'd be encouraged with that. I don't know who needs to hear that tonight, but I feel like somebody needs to hear that. Um, I'm doing good. I'm not in the midst of grief or anything, but boy, I, I've, I think it's because it's been right around my mom's birthday, but I've really missed my mom and just, just who she was. And I was listening to my wife's podcast today from late June, and uh, she was talking about how she served my mom as a close friend. And when my mom was battling in her body with cancer and just touched my heart. Been missing her. But, hey, we're citizens of heaven as well. And we'll be there completely one day where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. Don't ever let anybody get you off or throw you off track. Say, man, well, when is Jesus returning? I don't know exactly. I believe it's soon. But when he returns, we'll be with him. Period. You say, what about the rapture? Is it before the tribulation, during or after? I don't know exactly. I want it to be before the tribulation. People can find verses that support both, but I know I'm headed out on the first trip. How about you? The first trip. We're going to go be with him in heaven forever, all right? And we're eagerly waiting for him to return as our Savior. Don't ever get to the place where you don't want Jesus to return because I've met some Christians that are like, well, I got a lot going on here. <laughs> Like Dad says, now we'll ch when Jesus comes, we'll just change our plans. I'm not, I'm not holding back. I'm not trying to stay out here. Uh-uh. Earth, you say, Earth is beautiful. Yeah, just Hobbes is a desert. Well, the whole Earth is a desert compared to heaven. So this is just a type and a shadow of things to come. So let's move on to the next verse. Look at what he will do. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own. Remember after Jesus resurrected? He had scars, but he could eat. He could disappear. He could appear. You know, he could walk through walls. It's almost like 
he can control matter now. It's like something out of a movie, right? It's incredible because he can do it. It's, it's not the speed of light. It's the speed of thought. He can be at different places, appear, disappear, eat. And some of you are like, oh, praise God, in my glorified body, I'm going to be able to eat. Well, yeah, that's good. You're foodies. That's good. I honor and respect that. Scripture says we'll be part of the marriage feast of the Lamb. So what are they going to serve in heaven? Oh, man, the best stuff you've ever tasted. And you won't gain weight, man. You're going to be so excited. Eat as much as you want. It's going to be great. Glorified body. Someone say a glorified body. Yeah, this has glorious bodies like his own. It's a glorified body. It is a fully living, resurrected body. Here's what I wonder about it. Because people have talked about this for years. Say, man, you will be in your prime. Say, you'll be 33 like Jesus. But what if 33 wasn't your prime? (laughs) I was real bald by 33 already. So I don't mean, I don't know. This may be my prime. This looks. I'm fine with that. I'm sure y'all won't care either. But it says, He'll change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything, oh, I love this, under his control. That same power that raised Christ from the dead is going to change your body into a body like the body that Jesus has. And it's that same power that he's going to bring everything under his control. Let's take a brief side journey here. I'm not saying we need to be polluters. I'm not saying we need to deforest the planet. I'm not. I'm very, I'm I'm conservative about certain things, but I believe in all that. I believe some recycling is a big hoax if you study it. But if that works, then do it. Recycling, that's great. And let's not litter. Let's take care of the planet God gave us, right? Because God gave it to us. He submitted it to us as humans before uh, Adam lost control. He gave us dominion over this planet. But here's what I do need to say. We take care of it while we're here. But the planet is doomed. Scripture says he's going to burn it up. Fallen humanity has messed up the planet and done so many evil things that it's a messed up place. There's many beautiful things about it still, but there's some messed up things. So here's what we need to be concerned about is snatching people out of the fire. People can be saved. The planet cannot. God will bring a new heavens and a new earth. You let him take care of that. It's so amazing to me when people are more worried about the planet than people. They'd rather you not have, you know, and this is a modern convenience, they'd rather you not have electricity but a clean planet. And the ones who say that, they have plenty of electricity. And they're driving around in big vehicles, polluting and all this stuff. I don't get all that. There's a lot of hypocrisy there. But remember, you can't save the planet. Honor God, honor his creation, take care of animals and plants and Don't litter and all that. Don't be a big polluter. But listen, man, (laughs) the planet is beyond saving. We've got to reach out to people so that they are saved. Okay? And that's why we have our neighborhood outreach every Saturday at 10 a.m. We meet in front of the gym building, and I'll be there when I can. That's my day to prepare for Sundays. But we had a great time this past Saturday, and we just want to tell people about Jesus. We want to invite them to church and say, can we pray for you and just love them and be a light in these neighborhoods. All right? So let's just move on. I took some side journeys there, but I like doing that. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, the Apostle Paul says, stay true to the Lord. How do we stay true to the Lord? Say, is that a trick question? Let's see what you got tonight. How do we stay true to the Lord? It's a Wednesday night. Let's see what you got. Stay true to his word, obey his word. That's a great answer. Pray, seek him, definitely. 
Continue to seek God. The wise seek God. You know how people say, well, um, yeah, um, I used to seek God and we got close and I know him. Yeah, but have you talked to him lately? Relationships must be maintained. Ask any woman who says, my husband ain't trying to talk to me much. Or any husbands that say, my wife's not talking to me much. you got to maintain relationships. Maintain friendships. Maintain whatever your relationship is in life. In the same way, we maintain our relationship with God. And we pray that it gets better and better and we get closer and closer to him. The closer you lean toward God, the more you can hear him whisper. Don't ever forget that. All right? How else can you stay true to the Lord? Mm-hmm. That's going to come up this Sunday. I don't know if you've been reading my notes, but that's going to come up this Sunday. Have a respect and reverence and fear of God. Definitely. That's how you stay true to the Lord. I'm frightened of him. No, there's things you just won't do because you know you have a holy guest with you. God is with you, watching you, and he's around you. Yes, ma'am. Love others. The basics, right? you got to love others. You want to stay true to the Lord? Love God and love people. Definitely. I love that. Part of loving God is believing Him. Take Him at His word. And I know the world is filled with doubt and the news is crazy and and they're trying to throw Trump in jail and somebody else is, and President Biden something else and, oh man, Biden's son. And a doctor the other day on Instagram, I'm not on Instagram, but Jen sent me a a screenshot and a doctor on there. He's, uh, I guess he's a nutritionist and a doctor. He said, how to stay healthy, basically. You want to be near, near, nearly a superhuman? And I don't even know if he's a believer, but he said, he said, eat salt, lift heavy, no news, get sunshine. Okay, there were some other things he said. But it's so true, man. News will have you mad or sad or something. Focus on God's Word. If you need to delete the news app for a while, if... I'm telling you, whether you realize it or not, if you're doing the news every day, I promise it affects you. I've lived a life of the word. I've been saved for 40 years now. 40 years as a, as a believer. And I'm telling you, news every day affects me. It does. Why? Because it ain't good news. It's not the gospel. It's funky, man. People are funky. You're mad and you don't agree and they don't agree and they shouldn't do that and what's true and it's conflicting and Oh, my goodness. So stay true to the Lord. Stay in the word. Part of staying true to the Lord is staying focused on him. Seek him first. Someone said seek him. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Stay true to the Lord. Talk to him often. Someone said prayer a while ago. Yeah, talk to him often. The apostle Paul said this This is a tall order, isn't it? He said pray without ceasing. Pray all the time. Any of you have a grandma that muttered in the kitchen while she was cooking? Anybody have a grandma that used to do that? I did. My grandma Senna would make tortillas, and they were different. They weren't quite Mexican tortillas. They were more like Jewish bread. They were thick. And she'd be muttering, you know, yo le dije. You know, I don't know what else all she was saying, Spanish or English. But muttering, muttering. You got to mutter the word. You got to pray. You got to talk to God, whisper to him. I remember in high school someone said, did you say something? I said, oh, yeah, I was just... I was just talking over here. I was talking to myself, but I was talking to God as well. You just keep talking to him. Stay true to the Lord. Stay actively seeking him. All right? Look at what he goes on to say. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I what? Receive for my work. They're his fruit of his work, right? 
Did you know when you go out in the neighborhoods or you share your faith at the store or you share your faith at work, people's lives that are affected by you sharing your faith, that is your crown that you're going to receive for your work. It's fruit. And fruit's amazing to me. We were in Dominican Republic, and Pastor Radames, his property, has a big property, he had limes growing out there. Anyone ever heard of dragon fruit? He had dragon fruit. Jen was picking dragon fruit. People were picking limes and mangoes on his property. Amazing. They would pick limes and then, and then go put them in the food. And they would pick mangoes on the property and slice them up for us. Oh, man, talk about organic, nice food. There's nothing like fruit for your labor. They've tended the property, so their fruit is physical fruit. Man, you've tended to God's word and obeyed him and shared your faith then you will have people that are the fruit of your labor. Where their lives change, that's fruit. That's results of you seeking God and being wise and sharing your faith. Let's keep going. Some really good stuff in here. Philippians is so full of great things in God's Word. Now look at this. We're going to learn a lot from this. Y'all ready? He says, Now I appeal to Euodia and Syntyche. You need some baby names. There you go. Right? Euodia... Man, you could put those two together, Euodia, Syntyche, Senna. Wow, I don't know. Euodia, Syntyche, Gonzalez. No, those are tough. So he's appealing in his letter. Look at this. This is important. Now I appeal to Euodia and Syntyche. Please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. So 2,000 years ago, even in the early church, people irritated each other. Can I just say something really strong? Do I have your permission? I'm going to say it even if I don't have your permission. You know that, but I'm setting you up here. Nobody's worth going to hell over. He's, he's, he's kind of hitting it lightly here. But I've seen believers, people who are believers, die sick because they would not forgive someone. You forgive and you move on. I know the whole forgive and forget thing, that's a popular phrase. Sometimes it's hard to forget, but when it comes up, you need to be able to forgive them. You don't worry about the forget. You just forgive. At some point, it won't be as important to you anymore. You need to forgive. As believers, you need to actively forgive. Do you hear me? So important. So important. He says, because you belong to the Lord, <laughs> settle your disagreement. I don't know if they needed to forgive each other or what, but that, it means it was serious enough that he writing a letter to the church, he called people out by name and said, y'all figure it out. Figure it out. Okay? People get into it, man, and it goes south. Um, you know, where there's, where there's uh, strife, man, there's every evil work, Scripture says. So you want to be on the same page. Say, we don't quite agree, but we're going to treat each other right. Let's, let's, not, let's not argue and fight about this thing. So that's powerful that he brought that up. Okay. And he says, and I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women. Huh. For they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with whom? Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. Your name is written in the book of life too as a believer, correct? Let's keep going. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let's, let's stay there and hang out there for a while. Is that hard sometimes? It is, huh? Why? Well, part of it is joy is a choice. You know, you know what makes joy easy for some of you? Is being caffeinated. 
I've been there. My mom was so cute. We were talking about my mom earlier, and we'd, they'd give her a pain med, and uh, I remember that one pain med would kind of make her hyper the first day, and she'd just call it the joy of the Lord. And I'd tell Jen, I don't know if it's the joy of the Lord, but she's made it the joy of the Lord. It's the joy of whatever that medicine was, I guess, but praise God. She's in a good mood, and I'd watch her, and she'd praise God. So I'd say, hey, well, now it's the joy of the Lord, so praise God. So whatever it is, man, you just you be full of joy in the Lord. It's a choice, though. Are you with me tonight? Just like faith, it's a choice. Did you know having hope is a choice? Pastor Fabian spoke to us in our staff meeting today. You know how 1 Corinthians 13, 13 talks about faith, hope, and love? These three remain forever, and the greatest of these is love. Well, it's powerful, though, because hope leads to faith and Without hope and without love, there is no faith. And what is hope? You say, well, can my hope lead to joy? Oh, yeah, because there's possibilities. When you have hope, you say, oh, man, I think God can do this. I haven't seen it yet, but I think he can do that. That's your hope. You say, man, it's on the way. I think I'm going to be all right. I hmm, I'm expecting of something good tomorrow. You say, is that faith? Well, it's about to be. You said, pretty soon you say, well, I expect something good. It could be. You say, no, it's on its way now. I know something good is about to happen. So you need hope to have faith, and your hope and your love help your faith work. Remember that. And I believe joy is tied into those three because, man, when you're walking in hope and love and faith, man, you can be full of the joy in the Lord. And he says it again. I love it. He says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. You know, my favorite time, not always in the moment, but my favorite time to praise God, I just love this challenge, is when it feels really hard. Say, man, it did not work out like I wanted. I'm disappointed. I'm heartbroken. I lost someone. That relationship has struggled. We're going through this. I got an unexpected bill. Whatever. Man, that is the time to go. Man, and this year I've done it so many times. Whether I felt it or not, I said, Lord, I praise you today. I praise you for the situation. I praise you for the test. Because tests build muscles, don't they? Man, you want to get your spiritual muscles on, on point for God? Man, let there be a test. In the gym, we, we, we figured out a long time ago, humans figured out a long time ago, you want bigger, stronger muscles or to be fit and able to lift more and move more and do more with your body? You you put a strain on your body. Well, in the same way, tribulation and trial and walking through the valley, it taxes you, doesn't it? It strains you. Man, you break a sweat. But you say, I'm building muscle because I know God is with me. He is for me. If God is for me, who can be against me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Behold, he that has begun a good work in me, Philippians 1, right? I know he's going to complete it. He's going to finish it. What he started, he will finish in me. Hmm. So I say to you tonight, and I'm going to close with this one, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Hmm. And let, you know what? Now let me close it with verse 5. I like this one. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Everything you do, consider others. Walk in love. Walk in love, walk in love, walk in love. We'll save that one for next week because, man, that's going to get me lit. 
that verse 6, man, that is powerful. We'll have some overlap again next week, but let me read it again. Verse 4, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Verse 5, let everyone see. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes tonight. Thank you for attentive, attentively listening tonight. I believe there was something in there for everyone, man. There was something in there for me. I love his word. I love the book of Philippians. I love that God speaks to us through his word. Those are his love letters. Say, man, sometimes there's correction and judgment and discipline in God's word, but that's his love. That's his love. Scripture says those he loves, he disciplines. I believe God gave me a word for somebody in here tonight. And it was in this morning while I was laying in it was this morning while I was laying in bed early this morning. I believe God spoke it to me for somebody here, and it's probably for more than one person on the live stream and in this house. Remember, sometimes it's uphill coming out of the valley, but remember, uphill is what leads to the top of the mountain. Where you can see the enemy, you can see where you've been, you can see, man, I was bearing fruit in the valley, but now I'm on the top now with God. I'm closer to heaven. I'm doing so good. It's great. Man, I've conquered with God's help, but it's uphill sometimes out of the valley. But remember, you're going to get there to the mountaintop again. Life is full of valleys and mountaintops. Dear brother, dear sister, don't you dare give up on God or on your faith or on your family. You keep walking. You say, man, but it feels like I'm walking through wet concrete or mud or quicksand. You keep walking. Ephesians 6 says, having done all to stand, what do you do? Stand. I've done everything I can to stand. I'm, my knees are wobbling. Uh-huh. Do not be weary in well-doing. In due season, you will reap. You'll receive a harvest of blessing if you don't faint. Another verse says, if you faint in the day of adversity, tough times, your strength is small. Don't give up. Don't fall out. You say, man, I fell down. Get right back up. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. This is your time, and it's your moment. Just believe. Is there anyone in this house at the sound of my voice today who would say, Pastor Matt, I don't even know if I died where I would go. I don't know if I'd go to heaven or hell or what. I know this place is full of believers, but if there's anyone in here tonight who says, I'm not sure I'm right with God, I, I don't know if I've ever accepted Jesus, if that's you, would you raise your hand tonight? I will pray with you. You don't need to be ashamed. We'll pray together. We're going to pray the prayer anyway, but I need you to publicly recognize, if that's you, that that's the prayer you need to pray. Anybody in this house who would say, I need to pray this prayer, is that you? God bless you, Mika, for your courage. Anybody else? All right, God bless you, Mika. Let's pray this prayer together today as a family. Everybody say it out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, please forgive me. Cleanse me. Apart from you, I'm a sinner. I can't save myself, but I know you can save me. So save me now. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I believe he died and rose again on the third day for me. Jesus, come into my life. Welcome into my heart. I believe you are my Savior and my Lord. Thank you for saving me from hell and from myself.
from my sin. In Jesus' name. Let me pray this blessing over you as we close tonight. Father, I thank you for your people, their humble hearts, what they mean to you, which is so important, what they mean to me, which is also important. But I thank you for your people who are in this house and on the live stream tonight. Father, I thank you that your hand of mercy, grace, and blessing is on them and over them. We thank you and we give you glory. Give them a great rest of the week leading up to Sunday, Father God, in Jesus' name. Somebody said? Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offer tonight, if you would, please.